welcome back to another episode. In the last episode, we had our adventurers make their way from Og's farm. Navath shat himself. <laughs> if I'm honest with you, that was probably the highlight of the episode for me. <laughs> also, they met a lovely rat named Toby. He seems delightful. Uh, and they made their way all the way out into the swamp where Toby left them to be. Something was moving around and they were trying to see exactly what that was. And what that was, you'll find out on today's episode of Dingoes and Dimwits. You can see these big, bright yellow eyes with, with hair just prickling off the top above what you could perceive to be their eyebrows. They're very slimy looking and they very much look like a frog person. Is that a bullywog? Cut the shit. I would like to know if you've got drugs and if you could take us to your leader. So you just see this thing in front of you just grin from ear to ear. Hello there. Hello. 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 <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed to be? <laughs> Hello, small frog man. We are here bringing, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking bringing what? <laughs> he can't compose himself. <laughs> <sighs> Children. Uh, I step forward and I say to him, Have you got drugs and can you take us to your leader? Shut up, Ugo. We don't have drugs. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have drugs. I give you permission to shoot it. You <laughs> <laughs> put it out of its misery. Would you like to come with me? Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Have you That's got what... a frog in your throat? It just looks at Burrell and just goes, that, 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 that. Is that a yes or no? I think that was a laugh. Yeah, no, that's a frogging start. Well, let's keep moving. All right, let's follow this fucking thing. All right. As you guys move forward, uh, it, it just turns around and it starts uh, walking with a bit of a strut in its step, waving its shoulders back and forth, lifting its hands up in the air uh, as it goes. You, you all start to move. It's moving a lot faster than you guys are. Clearly, this is a terrain that it feels comfortable in. But are we not like twice its size with twice its gait? You, you are bigger than it, but because you're walking in uh, about knee-high worth of water and muck, your movement is halved in terms of your natural walking speed. I was going to say, I think because uh, Navath is a hunter and it's favourite terrain, I don't think we suffer movement penalties in favoured terrain because he guides the path for us. He would be in his favorite terrain in a forest. You are now entering more of a, uh, a swamp, which is not his favorite terrain. How do you know? I, How do you know I don't like a mud pie? You might like a mud pie, but you you don't walk better in one. I like cream pies. We're going to pretend you didn't say that, Ergore. <laughs> you know, we're going to gloss past it. All right, so you guys keep walking forward uh, behind this thing and you kind of come up to like a bit of a clearing in front of you and in front of you, you then see a large dead kind of tree um, in which the blue bog jumps up onto the uh, tree's roots and then just hops over it. As, as it does, it seems like it wants you to obviously follow it. So uh, go ahead and try and make me an athletic check that you're trying to climb over this. <sighs> Fuck thing. me. Uh, I'm going to hop like a frog up this fucking thing. Oh, fuck. I'm fucking falling back into the swamp water with a fucking nat one. Nat one plus two, three. All right. So, Navath, who's leading the pack, um, starts climbing up and then because it, it's mossy and he's not ready to, like, make the jump as well as he thinks he could, he grabs hold of a bit of the roots and just slips and falls into his ass into the 
the mud and muck. I get back up and I and I, I, I proceed to do the same thing. I'm going to jump again. Okay, so doing again, I give you advantage because you're now prepared. I got a 13, is that a no, fail? No, that's fine, you're fine. So you climb over it with, with not so much ease and grace, you're a bit more steady and stable, but you take your time getting over it, taking negative one to your ego. That, that, look, listen, negative one to my ego is fine when I've got limitless ego. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> So, uh, the rest of you, I need you to do the same. Make uh, acrobatics checks as you kind of get over. Sorry, not acrobatics, athletics. Uh, actually, it would be fine. I'm going to do both just to spite you. <laughs> and I'll pass with a 17 or a 16 either way. Either way, you make it over. Falas gets over quite easily with a 13. Ugo, I'm going to say you did athletics because it's a higher number. Um, with a 20, you cl- like grip onto the roots of the tree and just pull yourself up and over with your strength, even with Clarky on your shoulder. Ease. Corral, you get over with ease with the acrobatics as well. You climb up and over. You're getting used to this terrain um, and, and being, you know, the way you are, you're quite nimble. So, this, this seems not so bad. So, as you guys climb over, you open into a, an opening and you can see many other blue ogs in this area. You can see a large tree with a large opening in the front of it with a lot of lily pads and some some bushes and kind of thing and sticking out from the top of the water. A few of them are eating just like fish and just goops. Can I do a history now. check on Bollywogs? Sure. Nat 20. Nat 20. 23. I just want to know if is there like a big fuck off toady frog thing that we should be worried about? You you do know that um, very much like the rats, they are pack kind of like creatures. These Bullywogs kind of tend to stay in a group. They do generally have a leader. The leader is usually a, either a large bullywog or a um, toadkin, uh, which are generally large frog-looking creatures. But uh, bullywogs are humanoid uh, frog creatures. Their leaders are usually either toadkin or large bullywogs. All right. Welcome to our swamp. Where's your leader? Uh, around. Oh, can we speak with him? What's your business? Drugs. We don't have drugs here. See, that's not what I've been told. I hear that you stop travellers on roads and, and hand out drugs, and I'm just trying to fucking work out how the fuck we've been together for at least five minutes, and I have not been offered a single bloody drug yet. I don't know what you mean. We don't, we don't give drugs. And see, that's why you are wasting my time, and I would like you to get your leader, because clearly you just don't know anything. He stops looking at you. He then looks at the chicken on Ugo's shoulder and just goes, blah, blah, blah. And you just see Clarky just nod with his eyes kind of squinted looking at the, the blue ogre. He then gets up, looks at Ugo, and then pulls a piece of paper out from his back with, a, with some like kind of chalk, starts writing on the piece of paper and then shows Ugo and the piece of paper says, this frog thing reckons that we are confused about drugs. They don't sell drugs, apparently, with a question mark. And just shrugs as he looks at you, Ugo. Mm. And then he just kind of shows it to the rest of you as well as, as he sits down. Okay. Well, if we're confused about drugs, then what is it that you do sell? They just live here. Um, they don't sell drugs or anything. Do you know about the rats that are in yonder direction? Ah, the rats. Well, to be honest with you, we've been kind of fighting. They sell people drugs. They're the ones that do that, by the way, not us. Mm-hmm. And they have been killing some of our people, as well as humans and other creatures like you. We defend ourselves. We just want to live peacefully. How long have you been in the swamp for? Two months. 
Right. You can definitely try and make a like an insight check to see if you think he's lying about anything. Uh, I will. I'll do an insight check. Get a 19. My fucking rolls are high today. Jeez yeah, Louise. You're burning them all early. Until you start to attack Clarky. <laughs> yeah. He seems to be genuine from what you can tell. Like, it, the, none, nothing that you know of the facial features of Blue Wolves kind of gives them away. They're not very uh, difficult creatures to read. If they're angry, they look angry. If they're being mischievous, they look mischievous. If they're happy, they look happy. You know, they don't, they don't really have like a poker face to your knowledge. So looking at this one here uh, in the pink tie, just he seems to be telling the truth as far as you can tell from, from what you can gather. Okay. I'm going to give it some advice to start selling drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd do much better if you did some drugs. You'd be living in a lot more than just a swamp here, young champion. We like it here. It's nice. There's so much food. Did I ask? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm a friend. My name is... Fred. Hello, Fred. Fed or Fred? Fred. F-W-R-E-D. Fred. See? Fred. Yeah. All right, for Red, can you go get your fucking leader, please? Currently, the amount of times that you've been, like, starting to get rude to him, he's starting to stop looking at you so much, and because Boral has addressed him kind of a bit rude as well, especially with suggesting good drugs, he's now looking towards Flass at the back. I'm going to cut him down. If he doesn't go get his fucking leader, I'm going to threaten him. Who who are you? Before I do anything, I would like to know who I'm speaking to. Is that not fair? Completely fair. My name's Navarth. Mm-hmm. This is Ugor, and he's uh, Chicken <laughs> Clarky. We get on great. You see Ch- uh, Clarky like just click and point at the the frog, and then uh, the the two other lovely lands we've got with us is Pr- Prince Velas and Prince Boral. Oh, Prince. Uh, a script of adventurers. Do you have a name? I'd rather not be associated with them entirely. We really haven't spoken we about haven't it. We've got a name, do we? No. no. Should we have a name? Do we need a name? Fuck oath, we do. What should we be called? Oh, God. It's just like, anyways, uh, I will go get our leader. Stay here. Enjoy the swamp. Oh, well, while you go get your leader, we're going to discuss our party name. <laughs> Oh, Christ. What is everyone's thoughts while he's going to get the leader? All right. We can discuss our party name later, I suppose. Maybe next time we're on the road wandering. I get the feeling these guys are nicer. They still steal shit, though. It's true. You do have that. None of you kind of really thought to check to see if the innkeeper was lying. You, so far, with a lot of instances, just believe everything that someone tells you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. If if they're telling, if the bollywogs are telling the truth, and the, if the rats are the ones selling the drugs, they could also be framing the bollywogs. Plus, the innkeeper didn't let the rats inside, so it's not like he uh, be under their influence or something. Yeah, as, as nice as Toby is, there's nothing to suggest that he's not lying to us as well. He's a businessman after all. But Toby hasn't mentioned anything about like the fact of him doing drugs. But the thing is, you never once tried to ask Toby about what they do, whether or not they bullet works would be f- being framed um, by this. He, he kind of just seems to be very much going about his business to kind of whatever ends he needs to. Yeah. I don't know how to approach this now. Like, because I feel like we should be dealing with the rats <laughs> more than these guys. Mm, I'm inclined to agree with that comment. We can let them know what's going down and maybe they all help us with the rats. Yeah. 
We'll see what the leader says. We haven't met him yet. You guys kind of, uh, when you're looking around and whatnot, you can see that, you know, they, these these bullywogs, they, they are armed. They do have, like, weaponry on their hilts and stuff. So they look like maybe they could handle themselves. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it kind of depends on how you want to proceed. But um, if that's all the vamping that we need from that point, we're going to proceed forward. So you can see a large tree just over yonder, about 20, 30 feet away from where you guys are. It's dark in the entranceway. Uh, and you can see that it's got a large, like, opening split in the tree. The blue wog walking up to the entranceway, you can basically discern this little three-foot thing. The entranceway has got to be probably about 12 feet tall and probably about eight feet wide. He walks up and you just hear in the distance, wah, wah, and a moment of silence. And then just in the distance, you just hear, Clarky. What the fuck are they saying? You look at Clarky and he just shrugs and shakes his head. But then the water stillness uh, that you can see below you just starts to shudder as you hear. Doosh. 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 And the bullywug that's in front with the tie takes a couple steps back and out from the entranceway you can see. Oh, fuck me. A large toad looking creature. On all fours, taking steps uh, towards the entranceway. Doosh, doosh. And you just see it lick its lips with its long, luscious tongue as it looks down at you with its red, piercing eyes. The little bullywog in front walk back over to you guys. It just <laughs> walks up to you and goes, There you go. If that'll lead Yeah, this is all you. Navarth. Fuck it. I step forward and introduce myself. G'day, mate. My name is Navarth. I hear you've only been here for a short period of time. Can you tell me a bit more about what you guys do here? As you're starting to talk, the other blue walks up beside you uh, and looks at you and then looks at the large toad and then just goes... Great translator. The large toad licks its lips once more. You just see the bullywog beside you turn to you and just go, Well, we are here to live out the rest of our lives and live peacefully, to be honest. Uh, he wants to eventually expand and make peace with the people that live here. But the rats have made that very difficult because they keep coming and attacking us. And they use our name to say that we do bad things. And we don't. We don't do drugs. <laughs> don't sell drugs. I don't. You guys are adamant on those drugs, eh? I don't do drugs. Okay, so if we were to make the rats disappear, would you give up your weaponry? Uh, I mean, we are peaceful. But we still might need to protect ourselves. There are other creatures that might try to attack us. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to help us rid of the rats? Are you yelling that from your distance because you're about like 20 feet away from where they are? Go on, Flas. Step up yeah. with me. So you walk up next to them all. Would you be willing to help us rid of the rats because it seems to be a common problem? He just turns around to the large frog. <laughs> Over? The big frog, you just, uh, the toad, big toadkin, you can just see it lifts up its hand off, scratches it underneath its neck and puts its hand down and you just hear from its mouth, yes. You can fucking speak English. 
You fucking serious? The the bullywog next to you looks confused and just goes, "I didn't know you could do that." <laughs> <laughs> do you know any other words other than just yes? No. <laughs> <laughs> you just look at it and it just goes, "Cheese." <gasps> I like this frog. Teeth? I think he said cheese. 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 Oh, cheese. Okay, I thought I, I heard teeth and I'm just like, the fuck? <laughs> so, so you like cheese? You're going to have to step up a bit closer. Ugo. Yeah, Ugo, you come up a bit closer towards the two of them and you ask the question. You see the large one turn and look at you. You just see it lift up its hand once again. And with its appendages, it's only got three fingers and a thumb. And it just turns the three fingers and thumb points up directly in your area, giving you a thumbs up. Okay. He likes cheese. Okay, so he knows two words. Yes and cheese. You just hear the bullywog next to you go, but I'll be. All right. Well, gather your troops. We leave now. Why now? Because why not? Well, we believe they're planning something. Oh, actually, yeah, good point. We have time. We have a time frame. What is the time? Mr. Wolf. Wolf? There's the wolf. What? What? <laughs> you said wolf. Where's what wolf? Don't worry. It's a figure of speech. Figure of... All right, just what the fuck's the time? He looks around and, and you see a large lily pad off to the right with some water in it and a flower. He then walks over to it. He then takes a sniff and looks around it and turns to you. About 11.30? Maybe. Oh, fuck, yeah, we're really going to get a move on then. Yeah, moving through the marsh, you it, t- it took you a lot longer than you really thought uh, because there was a lot going on. You thought it was a lot sooner than it was, but, yeah, it took a lot longer. We have reason to believe that the rats are going to do something around midday today, which only leaves us half an hour. So if we leave now, we can at least maybe get a jump on them or meet them halfway. Right, right at the, the swamp line. Should we uh, just have a quick chat away from them for a second? Who are you? All right, group huddle. Group huddle. You guys collect yourselves together. I reckon they're full of shit. I reckon they've got drugs. <laughs> Shut up for a second. <laughs> Clarky just shakes his head looking at you. What if we went back to the rats, right? And we told the rats that we had taken care of the frogs and we bring them back to show the rats and ambush them with the frog friends. Yes. That's a good idea, but what if they don't believe us and they just ambush us there? We will be severely outnumbered. We more or less just need the numbers. We take a frog who's pretending to be dead. Well, we take a frog and kill it and <laughs> show I uh, offer up Fwend. Fwend, you uncultured swine. Fwend. Alas, could you... Uh... Minor illusion. A dead frog? I don't know. Maybe. We couldn't carry it, though. Probably we? don't do that here. They might freak the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> dead frog. But, but to see, here's a, sec- here's a second option, though, Igor. If we ride the toads, we can probably move through the marsh a lot quicker and probably reach the, the rat stronghold. The large one you can determine is probably about 10 foot tall, about five, six feet wide. His name's not Bunter. We can't fucking ride him there. Gamma Bunter. <laughs> Bunter. <laughs> fucking Jesus. Jesus Christ. Well, he's not orange. He's very green in, in approach and colour. Would we all feasibly be able to ride on the back of him? Mm. I don't do investigation. Uh, yeah, sure. Have you ever thought about asking him? 23. I investigate whether we would all fit on that door. Uh, on the door? On the door? What, are we on a fucking Titanic? You know 
from just your memory of just like when you looked at the balloon bogs and stuff, they're fairly strong Todkin, but from the size of him, he might only be able to carry probably a couple of you, not all of you. So would it be fair to assume that myself and either Boral or Falas could ride on one of the smaller ones because they'd be strong enough to carry us because we're not incredibly heavy. So you're asking whether or not you, a roughly about five foot, six foot elf, could ride on a three foot bully walk? <laughs> you say it like that, yes. That's exactly what I'm asking. I'm going to say a resounding no, purely because of physics. They might be able to hold you. Um, but it would be encumbersome mainly because of your size. Right, well, They'll probably have me. a better path to get out if we just ask and actually convince them to help us in the fight. Because the main thing we need is the numbers. I think we just we just straight up show up with this army, small armada. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right, on three. Team... <laughs> team... Um... Team Clarky. How about Navas? Just go tell them. Thanks, bye. All right, fine, I'll go. Okay. All right, Fred, where the fuck are you? Where's my main man, Fred? He comes back over and steps in front. All right, we need to get a move on. Do you have a faster way through the swamp to get to the rats? How much time would we have to give you guys, preferably quickly, to to join us in the fight? Because there are a lot of rats, and although we are capable, we will need assistance. We have some... Of us currently out uh, hunting, we could get them back. Um, we could speak to the bugs and convince them to send a message to the rest of our kin to come back. It might take, I don't know, 15 minutes this to come back. And we're all pretty good. Um, he just looks at his leader and you just see him just nod towards uh, Fred. Well, um, yeah, we'll, we'll help. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, well, we should get a move on because they may be coming here to attack here. So if we can get the jump on them, then we may as well do that. Okay. You just see him walk over towards uh, one of the lily pads nearby and there's little dragonflies that are kind of striped blue and black all the way through and it's nesting. Actually, how much money are you guys going to give us for helping? Since when were you infatuated with money? <laughs> um, Fred turns around and goes, money? Why? Boys, we're, we're, we're seriously throwing out a hundred and something gold pieces for After this. After we, you know, dispatch of the rats, we just go and get the stuff. I suppose we're going to just steal no, them. They're helping us. They're helping us. If anything, we should get them some cheese. <laughs> exactly. I like it thinking Plus- of all. The rats will have cheese. You can all have some cheese. Yeah, this is Rat, very rats point. do often have They're cheese. They're on a farm. You can have unlimited cheese. Mm. You can have some, some cheese, biscuits, and some Croca-Cola. Croca-Cola. My God. <laughs> Croca-Cola. You're a fucking it's idiot. It's just a green can with a frog on it. What's a can? What, yeah, what is a can? Anyways, um, a can's exist in this world. You know what a can is. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Surely one of these frogs' names is Kermit. Um... He's looking up his notes. I don't know. Are you asking that? Are you just saying that aloud? <laughs> All right, if you're going to do it aloud, I'll make a roll to see if one of them is named Kermit. Ah, uh, do it. Luck of the draw. I rolled a nat one, so I'm probably going to say no. Why can't you roll better, You, you say Kermit, and, and one of the, like, uh, bully frog, um, bully wogs looks up and then, like, shakes his head. Um, I said, I might have been similar to Kermit, but not. Kermit the frog. <laughs> um, I can't do a Kermit the frog. F- so, Fred uh, looks at you and is, after you asked him about money and just goes, we don't really have any money. It's fine. 
That's fine. We'll be buying you some cheese for helping you us. You just see the eyes of the large toad can just like light up <laughs> and, and whatnot. He takes half a step forward, licks his lip. We'll find the finest cheese in the area. You got a promise as well to uh, make peace with the local humans. You will. We, we, we only want to be living in peace. I, I swear upon it. I swear upon my pink tie as he flicks it. Can I, can I insight check to see if they're telling the truth about their... um? Their deeds being misplaced upon themselves. Sure, if you want to, yeah. To see if their miscreants really is just a matter of fiction. Sure, yeah, roll me it. It's going to be fucking dreadful. <laughs> ten. Ten. You there. know what? With, with a ten, I, I will say that you kind of look at him and you discern that, mm, no, he seems to be pretty much, yeah. You can't tell if he's lying to you, but from what you can see, it doesn't look like he is. Okay. All right, well, let's get the hop out of here, hey? Let's hop on down the road, huh? Get get those dragonflies to get these guys back. Dragon? Yeah. <laughs> dragon. Fred turns around to see the dragonfly again, and it, it comes over and lands on the hand of Fred, and Fred just puts its head and just headbutts it slightly, and you just see the dragonfly fly off and just dart around a little bit, and then in a quick little zip, flies off into the distance. And as you guys are waiting, it's been about 10, 15 minutes, you're in the muck and whatnot, you all start to feel real gross. You've been in this water for quite some time, especially because now you're not really moving too much. It just feels icky. You feel like you probably will need a bath. Even though in this world, you probably don't bathe as often as you probably should, you definitely feel like you might need to. Uh-oh, stinky. Uh-oh, stinky. I'm an orc, man. I might bathe myself in blood. <laughs> Law of the Rings, Law, you're born in mud. <laughs> yep. God damn it, Josh. I am on the big dude's back. You're going to try and hop on his back. I'm going to jump on his back. Okay. As you try to walk over towards him, he just looks at you and you kind of see if you can try and like jump jump around. If you're going to try and jump on it, um, make a athletics check with disadvantage. His back looks very slimy. It's, it's, a, it's a nine. So, yeah, no, you, you kind of try to climb up on him and as you do, you just kind of start slipping and sliding down. There doesn't seem to be any way you can kind of get a grip. <sighs> uh, within a couple minutes, um, you see the remainder of the, the Blue Wogus return. It looks like their numbers are about 40 in number plus the the large Toadkin, which you haven't asked for that's name either, by the way. What is your name, Big Frog? What 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 is your name, Mr. Yes Cheese? <laughs> Fred just turns around and, and goes... And you just, as he's starting to speak, the hand of the large toad just comes up and just goes. Yes, because we saw that. He lifts his hands up uh, towards the the bullywog, um, who who then stops, and you just hear it go. Yeah, I'm not saying that. He he looks at Ugor and then starts nodding. That's a nice name. I say, Fred, is there a way that you can decipher that to something a little more digestible? Ah, right. Yep, cheese it is. Uh, I walk over to this one right here and say, what's your name? <laughs> You're doing that. You're walking up to this blue world who then looks up and goes, the name's Jimbo. <laughs> what the fuck? Jimbo, why the fuck do you sound like a Southwestern? And you, and you just uh, see it just go, that, that, that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Righto, Jimbo. Oh, let's go. Let's go fuck some rats up. Let's get the fuck right, out of here. You guys start to collect yourselves and move forward. Brow. I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, I ran out of time. Eight. Seven plus one. So at that point, you then hear... Burr, burr, 
and then you just see a volley of arrows just start coming over towards uh, Burrell's direction. You get hit in the the hip, just skimmed off the hip, uh, and you take two points of uh, piercing damage. Fantastic that I should position the most tactically advanced and then, you know. Within mere moments, you then see from the south all of these rats sitting in the trees and you see the large skaven just standing there with its shadow brooding as they then jump down into the water and start moving in your direction. I shoot an arrow back at the skaven. 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 All right, you're going to try and do that. Make me make me an attack roll. Uh, fuck off, cunt. I roll 11. So you... You shoot an 11 and the arrow flies through the air past Boral and then as it gets towards the Skaven, you just see the Skaven grab a rat to his side and lift up and put put it in front right into its head. So your arrow landed into the head of a rat. Cool. So I do kill you a rat. You kill a rat. So he then just tosses its corpse to the side. Okay. Well. At this point in time, I would like everyone to kind of go into reactionary state before we enter initiative. Okay. I would like everyone to make me a athletics check. 22. I rolled a 6. I rolled a 15. I rolled 18. So at this point, reactions are going to take place from this. So they then... Fire off uh, several sets of arrows. So instead of making saving throws to kind of get out of the way, I'm, I'm doing athletics to check it. Um, so everyone seems to get out of the road except for Falas. Falas gets skimmed across for one point of um, piercing damage. It just cuts past like your leg, yep. scraping across. You now from that have fallen back in into the waters and the rest of the rats are now running and swarming around the area. At this point, I would like everyone to roll initiative. 19. 7. 20. Ugo, you and I roll big for once. <laughs> I don't want to go first. Fuck that. So as you guys are proceeding into a defensive state, you kind of back up together. The bullywogs around you kind of start rushing the, the rats that are coming down from the trees to the side. As you guys are being approached by the large skaven, he then points his finger forward and six rush you. For the very first time, ladies and gentlemen, Senor Ugo. Take it away. So I think what's what's going to be best is I'm going to try and get uh, two of the rats' attention. So I'm going to move. Maybe we got half movement. Oh, jeez. Really? Yeah, half movement. Okay, so I'll have to move um, 15 feet forward then, won't I? That's as far as I can go. Damn, man. Yep, so you move 15 feet forward. Um, all right, I'll cast my um, bless onto Burrell myself. Uh, probably for last. All right, so that's going to be your action, and that's your go. So following from that, we have Navarth. Uh, I use Hail of Thorns. So you're going to cast Hail of Thorns, which means next time you hit a creature, you also do a uh, 1d10 piercing damage. Uh, if they are unsuccessful, mm-hmm. uh, the saving throw, they take full damage. If they are successful, they take half, and each creature within a five-foot radius. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like immediately next to it and whatnot. And I roll. Fuck, what is that dog shit? Ten. So ten. So yeah, now for you shoot, you fire your arrow, which as you notch it up, it, you pull it back, it starts to sprout little thorns through the through the arrow itself from your spell. You fire it off, and it lands just to the left into a lily pad, and is now floating. So that's your action. Do you want to use any of your movement? I moved uh, to the west, about 15 feet. That's your attack action. That's your move action. All right, that's your turn. Next up will be Rat Man number one. So he's going to... Um, he's 
not in his favorite terrain either. Um, so he's going to move 15 feet forward and he's going to take a shot at the only other ranged person that he can physically see. So he's going to take a shot at you, Naval. Mm-hmm. That is plus four. Is a 12 to hit? I don't think hits. No, that's nope. not enough. So he fires his crossbow bolt straight past you. Just misses, landed in the water. Nice so, try. That's going to be his go. Um, so following on from that, we now have Valas. You are next up. I'm going to move the 15 feet up in that direction. Yep, so you're going to head to the northeast of where you are. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to go off the tried and true of uh, the Ray of Frost. There we go. Fire away. That is a uh, 10 to hit. I'm guessing it doesn't. No, that's not going to hit, unfortunately. Roll me a d4. Three. No, unfortunately, you shoot out of your finger gun that you point. You pew, the ice beam comes out straight in front of you. And, yeah, no, doesn't um doesn't hit it. Skims past. Then I'm going to spend two sorcery points to change the spells uh, to quicken spell. With that, I'm going to cast uh, Mirror Image on myself. Ooh, look at him go. Using Quickened and Burning Away and also using Mirror Image. Oh, my Lord. So Mirror Image, you now have an illusory duplicates of yourself appear. Yep, three illusionary duplicates appear. So there's four of me on the field, technically. <laughs> All right, so that's going to be Falas's turn. So next up is going to be Ratman number two. He's going to make his movement forward. He's going to take a shot at Hugo, straight in front of him. Good luck. Good luck. 16 uh-huh. to 12 plus 4. And I believe without your shield even, you still have an AC of 17. So that's not going to hit. Yep. So, yep, you shoot. It just whizzes past. Even Clarky, you know, moves his head slightly out of the way as you move as well. Um, the rat's just going to fucking slap his crossbow a little bit. And that's going to be his turn. Next up is Ratman number 4. So he's going to do his movement. He's going to try and take a shot at Falas and his many, many friends. That's a 19. I assume that's going to hit. Yeah, and now I roll a d20. Yeah, to see if it, uh, which clone it takes, or whether it takes a clone at all. A six, and if you have three duplicates, you must roll a six or higher to change the target to a duplicate. So, <laughs> so one duplicate down. <laughs> a shot gets fired at one of the duplicates, and then it just whizzes away. So that's going to be its turn. Following that, it's going to be Ratman number five. Take a step forward. Movement. He's going to also try and take a shot at uh, Palas. He's seen it and he's just a little confused by it. That is 18 plus four is 22. That definitely hits. That hits. Another d20. You got this, Palas. No, I don't. That's a nat one. Oh, no. On that, so it hits me there. Do you still have your other two things? The duplicate stays for a minute. It's not concentration or anything. It is five points of piercing damage. So, thunk, straight through. He hits, managed to hit you, and the other clones are still, like, around him. One clearly takes damage. Straight into you. And then he goes, ha-ha! Fuck you! Lucky shot. Lucky shot. Next up is Ratman number six. He's going to make his movement, and he's going to try and take a shot at Boral. Oh, what? Huh? I'm in this fight? You are in this fight now. Jeez, took them long enough. I know, right? Uh, and that is a 16. So it's going to hit. That is four points of piercing damage from its crossbow. For real? Four? For, for real. I haven't even been able to do anything. What do you mean? It's just shot you, man. It's just... It's... Welcome to my life. <laughs> Welcome to my life. All right, so that's going to be its go. Turning up the bottom of the round. 
Take us home, Morale. Jeez, I've never been at the bottom here. Um, let's see, how far away are they exactly? Uh, I can't I can't get up to them, can I? No, you could you could uh, move and then dash, so double your movement to get in front of them. Oh, true. Okay, in which case I'm just going to step five foot to the right and then fire my uh, my crossbow at... Let's uh, let's say the one closest to us. So you're going to take a shot at the middlemost rat? I shall. I'm going to put a crossbow bolt through his head. All right, roll me in a attack roll. Uh, it's 10. 10. <laughs> That's a 7 plus 3. No. Bro, roll a d4. Just a straight d4. Four. Four is going to make it, though. Ooh. So 14 makes it. God damn. Okay, and then the damage roll. Yep, so roll me a damage roll with the crossbow. Four. Three plus one is four. And then he says... And then... I shall action surge. <gasps> He's finally used... And refire my crossbow. Oh, my God. For 15. 15. And then I roll more damage. And there's another five damage. Bang, two crossbolts. So, yeah, five damage as well. Same at the same one, I assume. Yeah, I'm not going to change targets. It's a bit suicidal. So the five has taken four points of damage and then another five. So nine points of damage is pretty good. Jeez, I haven't seen that much arrow damage since Boromir died. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> God damn. All right, so, yep, he takes the shots into his, uh, like, into his shoulders. He doesn't look too unscathed from it. Kind of just half shrugs it off and shakes his head and he's ready to go again. So, yep, that's going to be your turn. That's your, your movement. All right, so moving on, it is now bottom of the round. It is now Ratman number three, the furthest most. It's going to take some steps forward. It's going to shoot a crossbow bolt at uh, Falas. It's obviously seen that there are multiple clones. who wants to try and take down the clones. A 12, I don't think that's enough. That is not enough because it's... 10 plus my dexterity of 3, so that's 13. So yeah, he fires a shot and fucking shakes the shit out of his crossbow. Not quite happy. So that's there you go. Um, now, behind them you see the Skaven, who is currently walking forward towards you. It then pulls out from its sheath one large sword that is uh, readily covered in blood and rusted, and then another one out from its other side. They're both curved blades. As this does this, something moved quite quickly. And Navarth, you notice from behind you, the large toadkin is gone. And you see flying through the air, the toadkin with a metal helmet on and a large spear just land right next to the skaven there with its spear and is ready to go. So the two of them look like they're about to have odds against one another. All right, Cheese, you've got this. Go, Cheese! <laughs> Go, Cheese! I love you, Cheese! So he just lands, and then they just clash the spear against the swords. Big ching! Sparks flying ting, through ting, the air. Ting, 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 now, ting. going back up to the top of the round, it is going to be Ugor. Your turn again. Fuck yeah. Okay. Before you do anything, though, as as you are like getting yourself ready to move, Clarky taps you on the shoulder and then gives you a nod. Almost like in your head you can feel, put me in, coach. <laughs> and like he's he's climbing down to your arm almost as if to gesture to like... Eat him. Yeah. <sighs> Alrighty. I'm going to toss this cock so hard. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, toss his salad. Yeah, fuck it, do it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to yeet Clarky. Which one are you throwing at? At rat number one. So just roll me, roll me a strength check. Huh. Fuck. <laughs> Twelve. Nine plus. Yep. All right. And then I'm going to roll a dexterity with Clarky, 
which is a fucking nat 20, baby, Ooh. for a 25. So, yeah, you, you load Clarky up, and he grabs on to your hand and kind of gets into a position almost like a fucking arrow ready to be pointed, and you yeet him flying across... And as he does, from his back, you just see him pull out two daggers. Oh, shit. I'm just going to roll some damage here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. That is 12 points of damage doubled Ooh. because he got a nat 20, I guess, uh, on the, like, actual decks. Your your throw was to throw him. His was to, like, try and actually make the attack roll with it. So he's doing uh, 24 points of damage to this uh, rat. So you've thrown him that hard. The rat's just caught Ah, uh, what? And this chicken's just come flying through the air with fucking human arms with swords in its hands and it's just going to land on top of it and stab into its chest. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, you see that rat just wail in pain and Clucky lands down onto a lily pad as he's floating, actually, on a lily pad right in front of it. The rat looks bloodied. God damn. That is actually, I'm going to say, Clucky's turn, not yours. Now, would you like to make your movements forward, but less of a bonus action? I'm going to say what you just did was a bonus action. So I'm going to move forward 15 feet towards the second rat. Yep. Uh, I'm going to throw my javelin. Mate, you just yeeted one thing, yeet another. Yep. Ooh, 23. 18 plus 5, baby, that's going to hit. Run me some damage. Uh, seven. Seven points of damage to chick on, to chick on, to, to rat. Ouchie, that uh, that hurt him. Does that stay in him? Um, I, I'm going to say when you've thrown it, it like glints off the side of him, scraping past, tearing off flesh uh, and whatnot. So it's now exposed with blood rolling down its sides. Ah, it doesn't look quite happy with that. Your javelin is just pierced into the ground right next to it. Okay, I guess that's my turn. That's going to be your turn. Next up, Navarth, what are you going to do? I'm going to take five paces to my east so that I can have a better sight towards the rats to my northeast, considering Clarky and Ugor made my line of sight slightly difficult. I am going to mark this rat here with Hunter's Mark. Yep, that's rat number six. So I'm going to use Hunter's Mark on rat number six. Hail of Thorns is still in play, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to take my shot. Take your shot. And I'm going to hit it for 17. I want you to roll your natural damage, because that's going to hit. So I roll natural damage, which is... Seven. That's no seven plus two, which is nine. Yep. And so now I roll my 1d6 for Hunter's Mark. He takes an additional two. Yep, seven points. And now Hail of Thorns. He's going to take seven points of damage as well as the rat next to him. So there's one right next to him. So I need to make uh, dexterity saving throws on both of them. And they need to make a dexterity save of 10 or higher. Okay, so one rolls a 16, one rolls a 14. So they both take half damage of that. Yes. So half damage down, which would be... 3.5, round up to 4. Yep, so 4 points evenly spread across those two. The main rat takes 15 points of damage and the one to the right of it takes 4. Yep, that is correct. That is rat number 6 has taken 15 points of damage. Oof, that's a good attack, mate. That, you, mate what's happening? What, where's where's this Navarth been? Well, this Navarth has needed a couple levels, don't you worry. Uh-huh. Um, the one to his next to him is already hurt from um, Prowl. So he's just copping even more arrows in him. Yeah, yeah, good. We definitely need to change his name to Boromir. What, the rat or Baral? <laughs> no, the rat. Uh, it is now rat number one who's fucked up um, by Clarky, who's now going to pull out his uh, short sword and he's going to try and stab Clarky. Okay, so that's a 17, but Clarky has a reaction to dodge. 
on attacks that he's aware of. So that misses. Kaki rolled higher. Kaki rolled an 18, keeping himself out of the way. So that rat's just taking a stab towards Kaki. Kaki's just glinted it off his blade uh, that are in his hand, now covered in the blood of the rat in front of him. This rat looks very confused by this chicken that's got arms, very swole arms sitting out with swords in its hand that's just been thrown at him and stabbed him in the chest. He's just really confused by this situation. So that's going to be his turn. Um, he's not going to move because that would invoke a reaction. Falas, your turn. Cool. So I'm going to spend a, another sorcery point to twin my Ray of Frost to hit two targets. Ooh. So you're using both finger guns here? Yep, two finger guns. Well, I'm going to go for the one directly in front of me in the middle and then to the right of him. Right, three, right, four. All right, roll me an attack. One ray of frost. Pew. There's a three plus three, which is not going to hit even with a plus four. Second ray of frost, six plus three. No, that's not even going to hit even with the plus four. You pull out both finger guns, uh, imagining your favorite band as a kid, the Wiggles, and you do finger, <laughs> uh, finger guns, and you pew, pew, but you're a little bit too distracted by the thought of uh, waking up Jeff, and um, you fire off and it misses slightly. Um, so the water in front, it kind of freezes slightly from the area that you hit. Um, as a bonus action, I'm going to convert my first level spell slot into two sorcery points. Look at him go, all this sorcerer shit. I swing the sword and hurt the rats. I might move back a couple of spots as well. Just a couple steps back, clear the line of sight. Next up is going to be rat number two, who has taken some damage from Ugo's spear now. He's going to return fire right at Ugo. He's going to move five feet, and then he's going to kind of get in the road, just avoiding getting in range of uh, Clarky. Yep, he's moved up. He's now going to take a shot, which is 19. It's going to hit you. That, ah. that is... Six points of piercing damage for you, Ugo. Fuck, man. Whip straight into the armor, piercing right through uh, like a small gap that you have in your, your chainmail. Just ooh, straight into your chest. So that's going to be its turn. Next up is going to be Rat 4. He's going to move slightly forward and he's going to try and take a shot at uh, Flas. He's going to try and get rid of these mirror images that he's got. 15. Yeah, 15 will hit the clone. He's going to take a shot of that. Um, it's three, so he's going to take out one of the clones. Whoosh, straight through. Pierces through. Pack. Doesn't realize again that it was a clone. He's trying to narrow it down, hoping to hit you, but aiming for the clones anyway. So now you've got one clone left. It's now onto rat number five. All of his movement forward, and he's going to try and take a shot at you, Boral. You're just the easiest in his line of sight. You bitch. That's a nat one. So, net one plus four is five. Nope. Let's go. Not going to hit you at all. Uh, now it's number six. Number six has just taken a bunch of damage from uh, the archer towards the back, who's now being impeded in line of sight. He is going to move forward, and he is going to do, a, do an action called stack. He is now going to jump on top of the shoulders of the rat in front of him. Fortunate and unfortunate thing with this move is that they now have disadvantage on movement-related um, attacks and whatnot, so anything attack, attacking it. Um, they're within five feet of each other, so they're immediately stacked. However, he now has a clearer light of sight. Um, being just over six feet now, he's able to take shots at uh, everyone. He, he can stand up and get a good line of sight. Uh, over, so he would be able to shoot at pretty much anyone. He's going to try and take a shot at you, uh, Navar, uh -huh. which is 15. That'll hit. All right, so 
It's five points of piercing damage. So, okay, okay. hitting into your shoulder. Not not your shooting shoulder, but the other shoulder. It's not, it doesn't tickle. Getting shot with a crossbow bolt would still fucking hurt. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, all right, so that's going to be rat number six's go. And now it's going to be Browse's turn. Oh, sweet. Um, rat number five, that dumbass. The one that took a shot at you. You're going to take another shot at him, eh? Take another shot at him? Uh, 19 plus 322 to hit. Yep. And I'm going to do the old D8. It's going to hit four. Eight damage. Switch. Join his chest of it. Ooh. So he's taking a bit more damage now. He's looking hurt. It hurt him. Oh, is he bloodied or is he just hurt? He bloody fucking. Oi. You bloody bloody shit. You bloody fucking. You bloody fucking. That's going to be your action in terms of combat. Are you going to move? I'm going to take a step to the side next to Falan. Slide to the right. Because I also want to get protected by his clones, pretty much. All right, so that's your turn. And next up is Ratman 3. He's going to attack you, Boral. Five plus that. Nope, yep, so that's not enough. He's not going to hit you. He's going to shoot. He's going to skip off a rock on the water there. And he's just, fuck, slap his crossbow slightly. Good. And it's now back up to the top of the round. As Ugor is preparing himself, you just see over in the background, the large skavens just deflected off the spear. The frog, uh, the toadkin's taking a step back, stumbling back. Ooh. It looks like the skaven has the upper hand in this fight. So, and now Ugor, it's your go, but you have a choice here. Clarky is your companion, and as a reaction you can either choose to have Clarky react in terms of combat as your bonus action, or you can do a bonus action of your own. But Clarky will have to make a def- uh, defensive roll uh, to dodge. Um. Ooh, and we're going to end it there. Ooh, what a great point to end it. Middle of combat. What will happen in the next episode? Will the adventurers be able to successfully defeat the rats? Will the rest of the frogs finally be able to rid themselves of the rats? Will the large frog toad man thing defeat the large skaven? Will Clarky become the king of all land in the area? Find out in the next episode of Dragon... I mean, Dingo's and Dimwits.